We are literally hours away from TNA's first pay-per-view under the new regime, No Surrender. But before that, we need to get into TNA's impacts late in the episode right here on the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. TNA started this week with Chris Saban and Jason Hotch. And I think if this match gave you anything, it just goes to show you how good Chris Saban actually is. Now, if you remember last week, uh, Chris Saban took on John Schuyler. This match was a bit more faster paced, in my opinion. Um, and it was also really good from the perspective that Saban had that was good from a fundamental perspective, sorry, like the one Sable had uh, with Skylar a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and there was a couple of really good near falls here. There was a chaos theory uh, that Hotch hit for a near fall. The fans did really big, or do big pops um, for Saban's moves. They've done a really good Tornado DDT uh, in the middle of this match. Uh, the crowd just, you know, really, really good. And they really involved, which is good. And, you know, because before, you know, up until recently, well, not recently, but the crowd sometimes wasn't that loud for TNA, maybe, I don't know, 12 months or so ago. But nowadays, they're really getting into it. They're getting more people at their shows, which is great. Uh, Chris Saban won this one with the cradle shock. Um, and it was a really, really good opener, to be fair. Really enjoyed it. And looking forward to his match with Mustafa Ali. Speaking of Mustafa Ali, he had a video uh, for his campaign to become X Division champion, and it said that no surrender, they better declare in Ali we trust. It was a really good promo. It really brings that big fight feel to that match. I mean, the match is going to be absolutely insane anyway, but Ali, we saw him, as I mentioned in the last review, uh, a Revolution Pro against a guy called Robbie X, and if you've not seen Robbie X before, better see him because he's going to be an absolute star in this business and they had a fantastic match and for me to have someone of the caliber of Mustafa Ali coming in for no surrender against Chris Saban it's only going to be for well it's only going to be for the better of TNA and the better of the fans um the system were next and they cut a promo regarding their six-man tag and how the match between Moose and Alex Shelley as uh, uh no surrender is a no DQ match and funnily enough, that brung Santino to the party and he said that it would indeed be a no uh, DQ match. But if anyone interferes on the one of anybody else, it will they will lose. So it's a no DQ match with an exception of interference. So basically meaning you can hit people with chairs, that's all fine. You can do all the low blows and all of that stuff. Um but you can't have anyone from the system and, and or anyone like Kushida come in and, and interfere. That will cause the match to stop and the, obviously the winner would be announced. So there we go. Uh, Saban was backstage as well and he was speaking about uh, Mustafa Ali uh, confusing him acting like a politician and that Ali was going to find out a no surrender why he is a 10-time X-Division champion. That was a really great bit of backstage there. Chris, I mean, you know, last couple of weeks has been kind of in a situation where you're not sure whether he's kind of being trapped with Mustafa Ali or Mustafa Ali's getting into his head. What this promo done was made you kind of think that he's not. So that's a good thing. And again, this match at the week, this match tonight, sorry, is, is going to be great. Um, speaking of great, 
Simon Gotch uh, returned to TNA last week, if you remember, attacked uh, Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, who, again, like we mentioned, uh, has re just re-signed, or TNA have extended the, have basically taken the advantage of and extending his contract, which is great. Uh, actually, Josh Alexandra was on commentary and explained to us that Simon Gotch has been holding a grudge for five years and that he was the one that helped Alexandra early in his career. Um, I mean, Gotch, he's just like a... He's a really good worker. Um, he did use kind of a finishing sequence that we would see from John Moxley uh, a little bit on this. He done a gotch power driver and done a bulldog choke to get a submission. I mean, it, it you know it was really just a match to get Simon Gotch over, and it, and it worked. To be fair, Simon Gotch is, is is a great great worker. There's no doubt about that. Uh, against the walking weapon, Josh Alexandra, though, that's going to be a different kettle of fish, in my opinion. And I'm really looking forward. It's going to be a very interesting match, and far different from the match that um, uh, Alexandra had with Will Ospreay at, the, at one of the last shows that they done. So, looking forward to it with intriguingness, if that's a word. Um, Grizzled Young Veterans are backstage at this point, and they were saying how they needed the TNA Tag Team Champions, and they did promise that they were going to do what it takes to win, and they were going to rip up the limbs from Ace Austin or the head of Chris Bay. This promo was simple. And it come across that way, but it done a brilliant job of selling the match. And that's the, one of the most important things about promos. You need to be able to get people invested and to, you know, look, people got to buy a pay-per-view, right? So you need to have the storyline. You need to have the match, but you also need to have going into this match with two teams believing in that they're going to win and selling the match to you. This was a great job by the grizzled young veterans. And to be fair, it really didn't need selling <laughs> because it's going to be absolutely superb. Uh, and I'm really looking forward to watching the the final of the best of three series uh, between the Grizzlies Young Veterans and Bullet Club ABC uh, tonight at No Surrender. Coincidentally, uh, next weekend, the Grizzled Young Veterans will be taking on probably one of the best up-and-coming teams in the UK over at Revolution Pro Wrestling. They'll be taking on a team called Mark True and Kieran Lacey, who uh, I've known for quite a while now, and they're going to be... True and Lacey are one of the best up-and-coming teams in, in the UK. So that'll be really good, as well as this match will be really good at, uh, at No Surrender between the... Uh, bit. Grizzly Young Veterans of Bullet Club ABC. Really looking forward to it. Uh, there was a really good uh, hype video for Con at this point, and it was highlighting his feud with PCO, and I believe that's at No Surrender as well. Now, Steve Macklin and the Rascals come out, and my good buddy Trent 77777, Trent in seven. Um, and with Speedball Mike Bailey. Uh, Macklin in this match, though, um look come across like an absolute killer with with Trent Seven and he did open up the match really really quickly I mean a big back elbow it was a, you know they really he really took it to Seven early on uh Trent come back with a, a cross body and a leg drop you know like a Hogan style leg drop and uh yeah this match was just you know it was really built around Macklin looking like an absolute monster. And he did hit a big uh, back suplex on the apron and seven did kick out. I mean, Macklin took around about 90% of this match, just literally beating the hell out of uh, Trent seven. Um, and at one point in this match, the rascals did try and get involved, but Bailey hit a triangle moonsault onto the floor. Uh, seven did kind of hit like a rainmaker. It was a seven-star lariat, a bit like a rainmaker. 
uh, late in the back end of this match and Macklin did hit a flying knee after seven, got distracted by some of the things that were going on with Bailey uh, and that for the win. And then he followed it up with uh, the KIA for the, for the victory. So really good match, really hard hitting. Macklin was built, you know, this match just revolved around Macklin being a killing machine. Um, and uh, this, it'll be interesting. Trent seven in TNA fits really well. He's a great, solid worker. You know, he's had the experience, long, long experience in wrestling. There's also been WWE as well. Uh, so he's got a lot of experience. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Trent Seven more in, in TNA. Uh, Giselle Shaw was backstage at the uh, next point. She said the Shaw the Shaw was no more. Gal Kim walked up and said Shaw could do with a little hum humility, but doing it alone was a marked improvement. Shaw did reject Gals at this point. I said the knockout championship would be changing hands at no surrender. We've only got a few hours to find out. So I hope we will find out if the knockouts title does change. I think she may come up a little bit short against uh, Jordan Grace. But nevertheless, we will wait and see. Not long to find out. Um, Seven and Bailey were backstage at this point as well. And there is a fundamental difference between them and the Rascals. They saw wrestling as an opportunity to push and better themselves. But the rascals did not respect the sport. And Seven then invited them to meet at this, the peak of Speedball Mountain. Wow. Moustache Mountain, Speedball Mike Bailey, Speedball Mountain. Does it work? I'll leave that for you guys to decide. Now, um, Eric Young was in the ring at this point, And Kazarian came out to the ramp for his match, Eric Young, and said, basically, do you know what? I'm not in the mood to fight here today, Eric Young. I'm taking a night off. But... I'm going to bring back a ghost of Christmas past. And that ghost of Christmas past was no better than our good buddy. Been on the show before. Big Damo. Uh, unbelievable. Um, but you know what? You know, this match was... The, the crowd didn't really react to Damo as much as I would like to. But he is still a big old boy. I'm looking forward. Funny should say that. Uh, I believe I, I will be seeing Big Demo uh, on uh, Sunday uh, at Progress Wrestling. Uh, and I'll get into that in a bit more detail. Uh, the game for the Tag Team Championships are uh, Axel Tisha and uh, Big Demo from Sanity. But we'll, we'll, we'll look at that. Uh, talk about that in a second. But yeah, he dominated the early parts of this match. Very young. I mean, for a big old boy, he a big cross body and this corner charge and... He did yell at uh, Young about going soft and, you know, that brought sort of Eric Young fired up a little bit at that point, hit flying forearm. Hit Death Valley Driver, amazingly, for a two count. Um, there was a bit where Young cut Damo off doing a big suplex and then he did do a power driver, uh, but he didn't quite, couldn't quite get him up. So he just fell kind of forward into a queen, Queen's Gambit type move for the win instead. So what it was good is that they kind of built this up as Eric Young couldn't hit the power driver on on Demo, uh, and and it, and Eric Young done a great job there because he didn't hit the bat. So it was it was really good protecting Demo as well because to hit the power driver on Demo kind of would have weakened Demo a little bit. So really really good that he did protect him in that sense, and a big big win for Eric Young uh, for when he eventually takes on Kazarian. Um, and that match after was made official for tonight. No surrender. Looking forward to it. Again, another big win. Big, big win on this. Uh, Tasha Steels was uh, talking about Zaya Brookside uh, next. And she was saying about how it's evened up. So it's going to be one all. Brookside wanted the rubber match. So they'll meet at no surrender, I believe, uh, which will be interesting. 
Uh, Jodie Frett and Dana Luna was backstage. Good old Danny. Women's still the uh, Re Revolution Pro uh, Women's World Champion, albeit Alex Windsor may have something to say about that and, and maybe a chain as well. Uh, if he was at the show uh, this weekend, he would have seen that. Um, anyway, they would have saying about how they would have won unless it wasn't for Killer Kelly. So in their mind, it makes them top. So I'm not quite sure how that works, but I'm sure that they... Uh, I'm sure that they want to be the top tag team in, in top knockouts and tag team champions, but they'll have to get past the decay and they'll have to start winning some matches first. Um, now, one of the big things about uh, uh, TNA this week was the debut, uh, or the in-ring debut, uh, as the artist formerly known as Dayla Brooke, Ash by Elegance, and, and George Iceman introduced her. Um, she, you know what, we didn't, she is a totally different character than what she was in wwe and you know what it it's time will tell if it's going to work it started really well she hit a really good uh senton bomb uh on, on this match and it really didn't last long it was literally kind of just that and then the end um against savannah fawn but she diana brooke or oh, ash by elegance is really changing the character people say it's a tony storm ripoff but do you know what it's working for her so far time will tell if it works and it connects properly with him with tna fans and, and and with the wider wrestling community of course um really really good solid debut for her she got over she dominated it and generally that's what you do when you bring a new character in you haven't dominated great scent on great look for dana vastly different character so far, so good, and we'll see how more that goes. Now, the system, Brian Myers, Eddie Edwards, and Moose in the main event took on the time splitters, uh, Shelley Kushida and Kevin Knight. Uh, again, this is a, a really um, it's a great six man. The closing sequences in the last few minutes were so exciting. I wasn't sure if Kevin Knight or Brian Myers was taking the loss here, but eventually. Uh, Moose got the win over Kevin Knight. It was such a great six-man tag team match. It went long uh, as well. It went really, really long. Uh, it went well as long as it could do, but there was a bit where Alicia Edwards got on the uh, apron and Moose hit a spear on Kevin Knight for the victory on that. But it, And the fighting continued. Uh, Shelley put Moose, uh, Moose into the Border City stretch and Moose required the help of Edwards to escape, which is not something he can do. On Sunday, of course, because of the no DQ rule. So it establishes the fact that Alex Shelley can beat Moose and that Moose did need help to get away from Alex Shelley. So will that happen again? If it does happen again tonight, Alex Shelley wins the championship. That's as simple as that. It was a solid episode of Impact. Um, and it's a good one to build up towards no surrender. I suspect no surrender will be from an in-ring perspective will be absolutely fantastic decent build uh, to the show we're going to quickly run off um run off now run down the card uh for no surrender uh moose versus alex shelley it's called a no surrender rules match as we mentioned it is no dq other than interference you cannot no one can interfere in in the match itself uh the X Division match will be absolutely fantastic. Uh, Chris Saban, Mustafa Ali, uh, Jordan Grace will take on Chelsea Shaw for the uh, sorry Giselle Shaw for the Knockouts Championship 
the best of three series comes to an end. ABC defending the TNA World Tag Team Championships against Grizzled Young Veterans. That is 1-1 as it uh, as it stands. Uh, MK Ultra will get their TNA knockouts um, return match against the new champions to decay. Just Alexander will take on Simon Gotch. PCO will take on Kong. And the system will take on the Intergalactic Jet Setters. Really looking forward to that in just a few hours' time. We will be reviewing this... Um, Probably over the weekend, maybe on Monday. We have got a very busy weekend over here on the Hit in the Turnbuckle uh, channel or network, whatever you want to call us. Um, Andy and Chris, they'll be at Apex Wrestling on Sunday. Uh, looking forward to seeing what they do there. I think there's some sort of documentary in the works between these two guys, between Andy and, and Apex, and looking forward to seeing how, how, what happens there. They were at the training centre the other day, so big thanks to Apex Wrestling for giving us the opportunity to go there and see how the, the training system works, and it was a very, very good uh, session by all accounts. Uh, big shout-out to former TNA Impact star Heath Miller, uh, Heath Slater, whatever you want to call it. He was my guest this week as a, a wrestling interview. was absolutely fantastic. But myself and Rachel, we will be at Progress Wrestling's Twisted Metal show on Sunday, headlined by a cage match, the feud ender. Spike Trevay defends the Progress Wrestling Championship against Kid Lycos in a steel cage match. We will be there thanks to our partnership with uh, Progress Wrestling that was announced earlier this week. Uh, shout outs to uh, the people that we sponsor, Beers and Beatdowns, Pro Wrestling Carnage. Uh, Ignite Wrestle Pro. Get your tickets for April the 21st. By the way, go to Eventbrite, type in Ignite Full Throttle. will be there. Smashing Mike will be defending his title against the brilliant James Ellis alongside Brewski Blanche. Taylor James, L.A. Taylor, Adonis Payne, Artemis, Aluna Blue, our men, our women's champion, and our men's champion, Smashing Mike. Big shout-outs to you guys. We're looking forward to seeing you again on show soon. This has been the TNA Impact Review on the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. We are just hours away from an exciting pay-per-view. Uh, the first one since the Scott Demore uh, left TNA. Really looking forward to it. Will be a great show, no doubt. Get behind Impact Wrestle or TNA Wrestling. And we'll be back with all the review shows from a solid pay-per-view weekend. We've got Elimination Chamber. We've got No Surrender. We've also got Collision as well. Myself and Dave will be wrapping things up with that on Monday uh, as well. So, guys, keep it looked on the channel. And until next time, everybody, buckle down, stay safe, enjoy the weekend.